0: Richard Trickle. It's a tough name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh just call me Richard. Yeah. Rich Trickle sounds way better. Rich Trickle. <laughs> Poor name, but <laughs> more than Dick Trickle. <laughs> 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 that's like, like, I just, like <laughs> Trickle, like a of some sort
1: Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general. I'm and Paxton Eugene. We have a sick, out of the, uh, under the weather Clint, uh, so he'll be out this week. But we do have Haircut Kelly on the ones and twos. That's right, baby. And there's there's a reason I don't have a um, a uh, drop for you here on my little machine. It's fine. I fried About my done. computer, I think, on New Year's. But more on that in a second. Let me open uh. this bottle of a 120 minute IPA from Dogfish Head. A little more on the uh, the 120 minute IPA by Dogfish Head a little bit later, but we did record a few weeks ago before New Year's and you weren't here. We had um we had Travis sitting in for you. But
0: uh, are you a New Year's resolutions guy? Um, I've had moments. It's usually a rededication to running again and maybe maybe joining the Y and start you know the the typical physical right changes what about like
1: drinking smoking anything like like the big ones that are impossible to
0: <laughs> i, I deal with those on a weekly basis already so you know but <laughs> it <doesn't> really qualify <laughs> well uh, I but, a, but i haven't the less i'll say that
1: oh okay yeah because yeah. i texted you last night i was like hey you got cigs yeah. you're like nope not smoking i was like good i'm going to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah lately i just haven't been feeling the urge like i usually do i don't feel the urge unless i you know yeah start partying mar-mits. and drinking of yeah. course yeah the, um, well, yeah, because, uh, I don't put any, like, uh, I, I don't, I don't call them resolutions at all because I don't typically, uh, have it in mind to intend to not do something or to start right. doing something. Right. Cause I know I'm a, I'm going to fail at some point, <laughs> no matter how long you go, if you don't do it through the year, I guess it's a failure. Yeah. You know? But this year I had sort of like a self-imposed cause I, I felt like shit yeah. all week from Monday to Wednesday. I had like constant migraine like non-stop migraine so i wore this hat i put it over my eyes and turned my tv on on low and turned all the lights off and literally just laid around in bed for like Like, three days huh i never get headaches interesting ever but this was like and so then
0: this sounds like migraine quality
1: it was it, it was coming up the back of my head it was terrible huh so Thursday comes around and I'm like, all right, my head's not feeling so bad. Boom. I have COVID symptoms. Like my legs hurt. Oh shit. And I've got some tests, but I didn't even get up and take one. I feel i so so imposed non self imposed, I didn't smoke or drink or yeah. anything Monday through Saturday.
0: Well, I think any significant resolution involves a lifestyle change. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you can say I'll watch a little less Netflix or stuff. Whatever. Maybe it's the less time on the phone. But if you're like talking about eating better, doing better, it's not doing these things anymore. And- <laughs>
1: right. It's a very stark. All right, cutting X out. Yeah. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's like, right. if that's something you've been doing, every, not every day of your life necessarily, but a part of every. Like, I'm going to stop carbs. Yeah. You know, you're gonna you're gonna trip and fall a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you gotta
0: be rational too.
1: <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now there are things where you could be like, all right, I should do more physically each week. So, did you get up and, like, run or?
0: I thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) I resolved to think about exercise. In fairness, on New Year's Eve when I drove, I got my ass handed to me. Um, We had a great night. Um, We were running, you know, it was like the old days. And uh, the next morning I woke up with all the intentions of the world, like, you know, I'm going to at least get some steps in. And I was just exhausted still from the night before. Sure. So, and had some football to watch.
1: So, no polar plunge for you? No,
0: no. I went to the IGA, got some breakfast food, and went right back to the house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then right back to the to the slumber.
0: Yes, it was a great day.
1: Uh, yeah, New Year. will we'll talk about New Year's in a second. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, so I've got this 120 minute dogfish dogfish head IPA, and uh, if we could
0: fruiter it, go to it. Mm,
1: man, this kind of tastes like drinking beer with a shot of Jameson in it, because it is very high ABV. It <laughs> sits around like 15 to 20 percent. But, uh, so the thing about this is, uh, the 120-man IPA by Dogfish, they only do it, you know, uh, certain times of the year and it doesn't leave out of the state, out of their couple of states very much. So like, you're not going to get 120 in Georgia from a store. Yeah. They don't, they, I don't think they can, since it's such high ABV maybe or something that they can't, you know, ship it to other, there might be tariffs on shipping it to other states or whatever, but, uh. uh clocking in at 15 to 20 percent, 120 minute ipa is continually hopped with a copious amount of high alpha american hops throughout the boil and the whirlpool and then dry hopped with a boatload of hops how many times can you say hops (laughs) in one paragraph the H count (laughs) the hop count we don't need the f count anymore but uh yeah and it's uh oh okay so we brew 120 minute ipa a few times a year but it goes fast so find you some bottles so my story, and we'll get back to New Year's in a second, but yeah. before I forget about this, as I enjoy it out of this Beer Label Society uh, uh, pint glass, Very nice. it's dark, it's unfiltered, it's yeasty, it tastes like a sour biscuit with a shot of Jameson. <laughs> wow. This particular bottle, so since it's so hoppy and, and uh, alcohol it can like age, <laughs> <it> can, <laughs> It can age pretty well, so this was produced in 2022, I believe. But it's one of those beers that won't die if you leave it on the shelf for a little bit.
0: And you were doing great until you got to alcoholic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful description. And uh, and w- once you uh, once you get it, uh, they say treat it like a steak before you cook it. Pull it out of the fridge like 20 oh. minutes. Oh. Because uh, all the volatile compounds of the hops, 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 hops that they put in there (laughs) uh, seem to work better at like 54 degrees rather than it being, you know, ice, ice cold. All
0: right.
1: So uh, about one of your old colleagues, one of my current colleagues, uh, Joe Marvin Tarleton. It was Uh just his birthday a few days ago, actually. So happy birthday, Joe. Yeah. And another one of your colleagues, Joey Grilled Cheese, Mr. Joey Gorlsyk, son of Ron Gorlsyk, the owner of the Breezy Cab Driver, Uh down here on Tybee, about, oh, and I need to say Hockey Joe Schmidt got me this beer from some state up north, so thank you, Hockey Joe, you're the man. Uh, Seven, eight years ago, when I lived literally across the street from Huckapoo's where I work. It was the, it was the best of times. Was I, I, the worst I was just getting time. to know you then. Yeah, so that's been yeah, it's yeah. been a good eight years or so. Yeah, Joe Joe Marvin T moved in with me, and uh, so I had the same record collection basically that I have now. Maybe I have like a hundred more or something, but back then, I was like uh, experimenting with many many beers because I didn't drink a lot of liquor. So my buddy Danny Rapacelli put me on because he's from part of his family's from Delaware, and I believe that's where. Dogfish Head is somewhere in Delaware. Okay. And uh, so we started drinking the 60 and 90 minute IPAs, which are available at most grocery stores or liquor stores, or whatever. But we heard the lore of the 120 minute IPA. Okay. So they took a trip to see his family up there and he brought back two bottles, which the bottles are like,
0: what What qualifies as bootlegging at this point? <laughs> I know,
1: right? Yeah. Oh shit. Did I just die? We... <laughs> but they, they came back in beer socks. Like they have, because they would just they would have it in a beer sock up in like a wine rack wow in the open because you can leave that beer out at room temperature and it doesn't die yeah okay. for whatever reason they age it anyways it's okay to age so he brings it back I'll put it in my fridge and I'm waiting on the perfect time to drink it you know I'm like oh man <laughs> me and Danny we're going to savor this thing together <laughs> so one night I'm in bed and I hear Joe and Joey show up I'm I'm in and out of slumber so. I start, yeah, yeah, yeah. I start hearing some records get played, you know? I hear a little bit of, oh, he's, you know, he's got some Sinatra going. He's got a little Dino going. He went to my, my crooner section of the, oh. but they weren't being obnoxiously loud, but I heard them. You know, they were in the other room. I definitely heard them. <laughs> I heard their selection of music. It, they, they weren't being super rowdy. It wasn't boisterous laughter, but it seemed, you know, it wasn't enough for me to be like, hey, guys, quiet it down out right. there. So I end up falling asleep because I was able to fall asleep because Dino,
0: man. Just- uh,
1: yeah, it, it was Dino and the Ooh, soft, no. sultry Joey's, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. J- Joey and the tease. Joey, and- <laughs>
1: Joey and the breeze. The man. breeze. <laughs> mm. So I'm already drunk. Holy shit. Well- so I wake up the next morning and I go into the living room, a couple Budweiser bottles here, this and that, there. I get over to my record collection, and there's about eight records unsleeved, just sitting out there naked in the wind. So I'm hot at this point. I'm like, Joe Marvin Tarleton, <laughs> get your ass up and explain yourself. But I was holding that in at the moment because I just woke up, I was like, my records. <sighs> I start sleeving them up, you know, and had to the cardinal sin was committed too. There were two records stacked on top of each other onto my turntable. Can you imagine?
0: Doesn't that make your skin crawl? Uh, not since I was probably nine, ten years yeah. old before I learned record etiquette. Oh, uh, it hurts me to think yeah. about it now.
1: I, I, and it was like literally Frank on top of Dino having a 69 on my uh, on my Technique 1200 turntable. Uh, I'm hot, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firecracker <laughs> right now, right? So... Well, I go to the kitchen to get water. You know, whatever. Your morning chug of a drink is, you know, maybe uh-huh. I didn't have a bedside water bottle at that point. <laughs> there on the counter, amongst five or six other empty bottles of Budweiser, Bud Light, whatever they were drinking, mm-hmm. sits my prized bottle of hundred and twenty minute IPA with maybe maybe three sips taken out of. It. Sitting there dying like when it wasn't like a raccoon, domestic light and cold they just cast it aside i mean if you're not ready if you don't know what this is and you're not ready for it there but if you drink it and go this is very unique maybe i shouldn't just be and i'm wondering if it was the last beer in the house they drink all of theirs because if it was i figured they would have powered through the yeah the sour biscuit
0: yeah is it more upsetting that there was so much left or would have been at least you could have drank the whole damn thing. Okay,
1: more upsetting that there was $14 worth of wasted beer in there. That's a
0: lot of wasted beer.
1: Yeah, and not even the money part of it, but just I I, I had a, re- a recreation, uh, a reenactment in my head yeah. of these two clown bozos opening the <laughs> fridge and going, Ew, what the hell is this? <laughs> Spitting it into the sink and throwing it down
0: next to there was probably two sips taken out, one for each of them they're <laughs> like, Is this is this awful or is it just me? <laughs> and I know they both drink Jameson, so they, I mean <laughs> they, I can see Joey be like, There's something there.
1: God, <laughs> it But the rest of it tastes like a fart. The the anger uh, was that there's two, three sips taken out of it. Yeah. So immediately I was like, his dog gets up, Romeo, I was like, uh, Uncle P, I don't know what you're mad about. But I could tell that <laughs> Romeo was like, oh, he's real mad at dad. God bless so him. So Romeo dad. comes over, because uh, rest his soul, fat little Romeo. Oh, yeah. He always knew when I was, like, uh, particularly feeling bad or hungover. Yeah. And he would always come up next to me and be like, hey, buddy,
0: I'm here for you. Give me a pet, and I'll make you feel uh, better. Just the absolute epitome of what pit bulls are, or, or people think they are. Or what dog they're was supposed to just, be. Yeah. yeah, just gentle. Just yeah. I used to give them rides home, you know.
1: Yeah, just the dog. <laughs> yeah. Well they I mean, most animals that that care about you a little bit, like a cat won't care that much. They don't give a shit. But most animals that do care about you, they have that sense. Oh yeah. They can tell by your probably your pheromones or your physiology that something's different. They can probably tell that your temperature's higher. Yeah. I mean we're just unaware that that their, you know, uh psychological processing is more than just saying, Oh, I feel bad. Yeah. You know, they can, they can sense from your, I don't Absolute, know, your, Absolutely. I think that's a real thing. Like your mannerisms and.
0: So <laughs> was, he like in front of T's door, like.
1: So. Easy. So <laughs> it took him a second to get out of T's room. Oh. Uh, Cause he had to nose the door a few uh, times. Like. <laughs> and he comes out <laughs> sort of half wagging his tail, looking up like, all right, just tell me first. You know, whatever. So I get Joe up and I was like, dude, what the hell? You threw it down like just some, like some, like some hoo You threw it away like some hoo at a strip club right here next to all your Mick Ultras and your Bud Lights and your Budweiser's and your Miller Lights. Come on. Actually, that's what it was because they both drank Miller Light. Bunch of uh, uh, cyclone-necked Miller Lights. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. That's right. The Vortex or whatever the dumb shit they were doing. (laughs) Among other things. So I was like, what the hell is this? You left my 100. Do you know what this is? Do you know what it took for me to get this? Do you know how much it costs? Do you know how rare these things are? He said, what, man? (laughs) I tried it, and I was like, well, I I thought it was like, you know, whatever. I can't remember what he said, because I was literally steam steam coming out of my ears. (laughs) Blood coming out of my eyeballs. Sphincter tight. Red-faced Santa Claus. So the conversation was pretty short, but the uh, the content was was such that he went on a mission immediately oh. and he had a buddy, Boston Joe that just happened to be coming down in like the next three weeks and Boston Joe stopped through wherever picked up 120 minute IPA
0: that's re- I, I, I call it redeemed you know bad move on the record etiquette. You know, probably didn't know what he was doing with the beer at all. At all, yeah. You know, so but the record etiquette, you know.
1: And the overall, yeah. he learned from both. The record etiquette, I just think he was being drunk.
0: Teachable moment. Exactly.
1: Yes. And I was more mad. I would have been more mad if he'd have kept doing the records like that. Because there's only,
0: you know, that was one beer. That was just a one-off thing. Well, that says something to his character that he actually followed through and made it right. Maybe a little later on the road, but what, yeah. he made it right. Because I'm not sure about the other Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had no onus to even say anything to the other Joe. He'd yeah, probably been no, like,
1: what, I was over there? He probably wouldn't <laughs> remember, you know? What, I, what, I was over there?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, man, can I get you another one? Actually, no, you can't. Do you want to go to uh, Hoboken, Delaware, or wherever the, wherever the F this stuff is from? Oh, bless his heart. So, so yeah, so uh, thank you, Hockey Joe, and uh, thank you, Beer Label Society. So this, uh, we recorded before New Year's, this past New Year's, so I haven't, you know, I haven't seen you since then, and I haven't given an actual recap. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I do Susudio Sunday, a DJing gig at Huckapoo's for New Year's. It went over really well. It was super fun. The only thing was me being out there uh, just on a stage with a computer, because I wasn't actually DJing, you know. <laughs> I have a phone and a computer. And I was just, here's, here's the trick to make people think that you're doing a lot. Uh-huh. Because I don't have, I wouldn't have like turntables or CDJs or anything like that, so I'm not mixing anything.
0: Nothing to flip through.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, I did keep my my mind occupied by just going through the playlist, <laughs> uh, pretending like I'm doing a lot.
0: You know, were you were you hyping at all? Like, were you like hands hands in the air? All right, people, thing. here we that's go. Th-
1: so it wasn't it wasn't a hype situation like that. But okay. he- here's how you mask the buffering between two songs. So you know, girls just want to have fun. getting over. <laughs> Huckapoos, it's 2024. How we doing tonight? As you slowly fade the other song in. <laughs> How y'all feeling tonight? But it was, you know, it's not like hands in the air like you just right. don't care. Huckapoos. Right. But- That's you. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if you know me, but that, I kind of don't have that
0: sort of thing in me. You're you know? not a hands in the air like you just don't care. <laughs> God. Not N- a raise the am I?
1: Roof. Not a raise the roof guy. No. Um so a couple of friends of mine, uh, I am definitely not going to dox them. I don't even have the button to dox them. with. A couple of friends of mine, uh, I get to, I get there, I start getting set up, and they were like, uh, "Hey, uh, we got some mushrooms if you want them." Oh boy! I said, "Yeah," because I hadn't made any other <laughs> plans for. I didn't have like any other substances, you know. Yeah. I was like, "Well, I don't want to just drink on New Year's." Sure. And you know, I got a pretty good head about psychedelic drugs. You know, I'm yeah.
0: You carry yourself very well.
1: They give me a bag, probably like an eighth all right. but it's really dark so I just grab one stem and cap I pop him in start playing about an hour goes by I feel great mm-hmm. so I was like all right I'm gonna keep this thing going I popped one more cap still going as long as I as long as my mind is occupied uh-huh. about hour and a half in people would start walking up um. like they would say something to the effect of hey could you play song x or whatever but I felt like Hunter Thompson in the in the Lizard uh, Casino scene because they would walk up and go, "He off Orphan you. What he got, best I'd be like, "Yeah." My answer was, "Yeah." Okay, so it's growing. The vines are growing on the wall. Oh boy! I'm having a good time. Yeah. All of a sudden, it feels like. The music's a little bit louder the bass is a little bit deeper sure i figured out later what it was, was there's was like a loose cable in the back of the thing uh, that i was using <laughs> and if people would come up and bump it it would go down oh but then if i would rock the table boom, boom, the bass would come back <laughs> but for the first like 30 minutes of that happening i was like oh god i did too many uh. so <laughs> So everything's going pretty well, but then after about the fourth person that walked up and went, hey, yeah. I was like, I need a buffer. Like Romeo at the house. Yeah. Big Tyler that no, works at Pooh's in a velour The jumpsuit. Yeah, the jumpsuit black yeah. with it looked like Jamaica's flags colors, yes. maybe. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Black with like the all the little trim trim stripes, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, yeah. like like almost corduroy, but it's felt makes them, it's it's slimming. He really is.
1: He had the hood on and everything. He grabs a stool. Like, Romeo, like without me asking yet, he goes, you want me to come get up here and be your bouncer? I was like, yes, yeah. Yeah. And he looked the parked that night in that outfit. Like, but... Bro, bro, <laughs> I'm telling you that the moment he sat up there, this air of respect came around. And people that were typically coming up to me a lot, they would walk up and go, uh. and then and then like i was like uh, uh, gambino crime boss uh-huh. he would they would whisper into his ear and then he he he'd lean over and go ap hey, uh, you, you got the sister christian i'd be like oh no uh, i'd be like yeah maybe but thank you he goes no nah, i got you i'll tell him to fuck off <laughs> i love him i just love i love him <laughs> but it seemed like the the moment he got up there the air around the place changed okay so instead of me with my keister flapping in the wind, because I didn't have a uh, <laughs> I didn't have a velvet rope situation or anything right. like that. I'm just up there naked as hell. There's a people are starting to say so you're outside tr- on the deck no, or on, the, inside stage. Inside on the stage, okay. but if you've been to huckapoos, the stage is four inches tall. So it's right, not, right. You'll trip over it more than step onto it, the stage that is. So <laughs> So there's no buffer. Of a human or of of equipment, you know, there might be like a table and a speaker, but people start getting a, a little rambunctious and getting closer and closer and setting their drinks on the speakers and stuff. And I was okay. like, hey, please don't do that. You know, okay. definitely don't put it on the table where my computer is. Most people weren't doing that though. Then Tyler gets up there and not a drink was ever came close to any of that stuff anymore.
0: <laughs> like I said, that's, I, that, I went there later that night to get some rides home after everything was more or less wrapped up. Yeah, I saw Tyler in that outfit that I think uh, Stephanie might Stephanie Knight bought for him. She what? I think Stephanie Knight bought that for him, Stephanie. Oh, oh, yeah. And, uh, but he wore, he wore it well. He looked, he looked the part of a bouncer, or at the very least, back up.
1: It, it, just his presence alone, because he's a big guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And put the hood on, sits there with his. If he'd had a gold chain, that would have just sealed the whole deal. <laughs> I think he might have. He, he just brought... might have had it tucked, <laughs> just in case. So, So as the night goes on, uh, it's getting to be around. So we do the countdown, which f- apparently, ye- in many years past, people botched the, whoever's emceeing or DJing uh-huh. botches the countdown. So luckily I have a TV there, and Eric and I had the plan of like, all right, five minutes before. So every minute I'd be like, four minutes until New Year's. And it kept me busy saying shit like that. You know. <laughs> so about four minutes in, I found like a four-minute song uh-huh. where it would pretty much... So then I lowered it as we got there, and I was like, we're going to start, start counting from 15, everyone get outside. Because Eric was like, have them start counting from a high number. So it's but, not like, uh, everybody ready? Five, four, three, you know? <laughs> yeah, no one can get in on that. So I was like, so I'm tripping fucking hard. <laughs> and in my head, I'm going, is 20 sec- Is 20 too many? Is 10 <laughs> too little? All right, we're just going to agree on 15. Okay, wait a minute. No, no, no. Paxton, it. think. <laughs> Who wants to count for 20 seconds? Who wants to count for fifty? I mean, I'm having this internal strife going on yeah. with the demons, who, that which are real. I saw the, the third dimension. <laughs> 15, 14, and everyone jumped in at 13. I was like, you did, you made the right decision, Paxton. So did you, other <laughs> Paxton, talking to yourself in your head. So did you, lizard people on the wall. <laughs> so, so we get the countdown done, and I see the keg drop outside. You know, everything goes off. uh uh-huh. And I hit you 2 New Year's Day. I love playing that, you know, because it's oh, got it. good, yeah. you know? It's got it. And everyone came back. So everyone came back in. We're having a great time. Tyler's there. I'm tripping kind of hard. <laughs> Getting towards the end. And I can tell that it's weaning off. So I was like, all right, 1.30, I'm going to be done. 1.30 comes around. I was like, all right, thank you guys so much. You know, we're going to put the house music on for you. And uh, Stephanie, who was bartending, she goes, "No, we're not." <laughs> but then I guess Alex overrode her, and he started playing some music. I was like, "Thank you." So I started breaking my equipment down. And now that I'm not, I don't have so much to do anymore. Uh-huh. And I'm doing like grunt work. Yeah. Now that second mushroom cap is, it's really knocking so, on the door. So it
0: showed up now. It's it joined I, the party.
1: I think it had. I think it had joined the party like an
0: hour before that. Yeah. But I just had enough. Um, distraction. I, you know, I'm surprised. Like when I'm on shrooms, I can't even look at my phone. You know, it's one thing to like watch a movie on a big TV and just yeah. veg out, but it's a whole other thing. Like, like I'd be at hula trying to look for you know the lineups and <laughs> and be going to that no. little app they would have, and it. Uh, whew, so no. I can't imagine just no. no, no. The the last time I was at Poo's on Shrooms, I just sat in the corner by the big, big big deck fan and just laughed, giggled at everybody for an hour and a half. <laughs> It's, That's what I did. It's what you do. <laughs> so, okay, so luckily, the
1: computer screen's big enough where you know I'm not having to. It's it's sort of like um, I felt like I was under the hood at a uh, football game. Okay. You know when they're doing the re, when they're checking the replays. Yeah. Because as long as I focus on the computer and looked at the f- 64 songs I had in the playlist, like what's going to be the perfect song to play next? Huh? Uh, hey, Hucklepuss, uh, how we doing? Yeah. So. I get packed up, and people are wanting to start. You know, now that I'm not, you know, busy with my head buried in the computer, yeah. people are wanting to chit chat a little bit. Oh yeah. You know? Hey, what's uh, up, man? I'm like, hey. <laughs> I get packed up. I see a, I see a, an avenue to get the equipment back to the back. I dart through there. I get all my stuff in. Walked outside to smoke a cigarette, and. Uh, how do you, how do you say the world came tumbling down? Okay. I was like, ah. I look over to the right, and there is Ron, Ronnie, grilled cheese, and the breezy bus, uh. the taxi cab of Tybee, and I go, "Who are you picking up?" He goes, two people, get in." I left my money. I was like, "I don't need to get
0: paid tonight." Uh huh. Just get out of here. I just here. need to get the hell out of
1: here. Uh-huh. Which I thought was a great idea. Yeah. It was a great idea. As I got in the, I got in the the van okay. or the the bus. Uh-huh. There's like, uh, it's two girls and uh, an older guy that I know from down here. I get in, the older guy is talking to the two girls, completely distracting them from my presence. Okay. Which was a blessing at that point, because I, I couldn't have held a meaningful conversation with anyone except a computer screen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so I have a pretty short ride home from Huck. Yeah. <laughs> and I get here, and I, I get all my stuff, and I was like, I've never been this cold in my life. And five minutes later, I was like, I've never been this hot in my life. <laughs> so now I'm super paranoid because no one's here. Yeah. You know, my roommate's out of town. It's about 2. Uh, the neighborhood is as dark and as quiet as it's ever been. Yeah. So I was like, should I go outside and smoke a cigarette? And I was afraid to walk outside because I was like, they're going to hear me. <laughs> so I got in bed and covered up and put a heating pad on my on my feet uh-huh. and then took the heating pad off and then put the heating pad back on and then took it off and then put it back on. <laughs> okay. Because I was menopausal. I was mushroom
0: menopausal. Uh, <laughs> there is the episode name. <laughs> <laughs> mushroom menopause. Thank you. Oh, I got to write that. So, I should,
1: I should. but so in typically in years past, you and I, yeah. uh, we spend a lot of time, uh, you know, on, you know, well, maybe not holidays, but like 4th of July, we're always at Humphrey's and yeah. uh, Red Rocks or whatever or around there. New Year's, we'll go see something together typically. Yeah, absolutely. Um but so it reminded me of, I guess it was maybe five or six years ago, our New Year's, because on days leading up to New Year's, on New Year's, the day after New Year's, it's typically in a psychedelic-infused, drunken concert setting. Sure, yeah. So the setting of having, ultimately, a band that you like playing loud music, yeah. that doesn't give room for all of your psychedelic things. To get in, get into your head too much. Right. Where you have a freak out. And then when you do leave, you're probably with like six or seven of the people that you really like or love. Yeah. So you have hopefully. someone. You hopefully, <laughs> hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Six
1: or seven strangers. I yeah. was like, what the fuck's this guy? Not because great. me, when I walked outside, yeah. I was like, no one else is tripping. Because the people that gave me the mushrooms are gone already. I was yeah. like, I, I mean, there's probably someone else here on some sort of psychedelic, but I didn't see them. So I was like, ah. ah, ah, ah. Yeah. But we've gone like we did. Atlanta Humphreys, we did like three of the five nights or something like that. Yeah. we did copious amounts of things like that, yes, and we're we totally fine. Yeah. So that, that's that's my typical psychedelic experience is being very distracted. Yeah, and not having time to go too internally and be like, I'm tripping too hard. Well, uh,
0: perfect. A, a, short, a quick story on this is like Wink and I went to see uh, Umphrey's at the Major Rager in Charlotte a few years back. It was a, it was a weird outdoor venue in a mall parking lot. There was 30 feet of water between us and them at the stage. It was the most random p- place oh, to was see it. raining? Sh- it
1: was like a body of water. Yeah,
0: it was a, it was like a, like a pond, you okay. know, in front of the stage. It was it was so weird. And that, this was on the, this was the playing with Moon Taxi like every other show oh, that, that one. I anyway. That. So Wink and I we get down, you know? But I'm driving us back. We're doing a turn and burn. And um but I ate some caps pretty early in the, you know, in in the going. I'm thinking, after five, six hours, I should be fine. And I was until we literally left the mall parking lot. And then all the extracurriculars kicked in again. Like, all new stimulation, all new lights, all new settings. And there was road work between us and Columbia pretty much the entire way. So it was like being in Mario Kart. It was just yellow light after yellow blinking the entire way. We almost got ran into by a backhoe that was doing construction work. uh, It was... It's just, Overall, we, did
1: it? But did it turn fun because of the Mario Kart it, aspect? It was, or? It,
0: no, there was no freak out. Everything was fine, right. you know. But it was startling how comfortable I felt where we were at that one time. And as soon as we left that environment, literally within a minute, I was just like, "Oh shit, maybe I." We made it back, obviously. Yeah, but in hindsight, probably shouldn't have been driving.
1: <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you're you. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but you're, and it wasn't because of
0: drinking or anything. I like was drunk.
1: When you do those turn and burns, I, I mean, there's lore about your your turn and <laughs> burns. And I think I've been on one with you, maybe. But you'll go and like not drink. Yeah. But maybe like a cap or something, and then have a good time, and then drive back.
0: Yeah, it's the, it's it's always about the music. I don't need I don't need to be hokey, but it really is. If, yeah. I, if I can't enjoy those bands without substance, yeah, then do you, know, you really like them? You know, what's really the point? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and if that means that people that are coming along with me. Get us about as safe a passage as I can. Yeah. Then yeah. I've never heard
1: that. anyone be like, oh, I wouldn't trust
0: him to drive back on a little mushroom cap or two. Okay. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting too old to do it. It's just tiresome. <laughs> yeah. If it's within two or three hours, maybe. But I've been too the, the old. Five to do six that. hour turn and burns, or uh, I can't do uh, those anymore.
1: I've been too old to do that, bro. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I, I like some windshield time. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I, no, I get it. You know, like if you get in a groove. Yeah. But typically, when I go to a show, I'm drinking a lot. Sure because it's you know it's chicken egg it's can you can you poop without peeing oh. once i start doing anything it's something else is going to happen with it if i start drinking i'm going to start smoking cigarettes yeah if i eat mushrooms acid molly, i'm going to start drinking right it's you know the the cantilever the counterbalance
0: yeah well for every everyone i've done relatively sober i've more than made up for on the other on the back <laughs> trust me trust me <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not looking back going, I wish I could have done more. <laughs> well,
1: isn't it funny how the change of, well, maybe not venue, but the change of atmosphere yeah. can take a very pleasant uh, yeah, trip I mean, or it, whatever. If you're going back
0: to a hotel room yeah. and it reinvigorates that buzz, you know, that's one cool. thing, but when you're in the wheel, of, you know, in a car... <laughs> and again wink was the perfect counterpart at this point you know we were having a great time he would keep the tunes
1: going i'm sure yeah yeah and he
0: was he was just remarkable you know it was realizing the situation we were both in like jesus christ could there be any more i mean it was like an hour and a half of just nothing but flashing yellow lights between there and charlie and columbia until we finally got past columbia and everything finally kind of settled in you know put the cruise control on 80 and so the road work, were you able to go the normal speed
1: through there or was it like forty?
0: it probably was. I don't think I was doing anything faster necessarily. It was but, probably a
1: blessing that it was only forty. You could like yeah, not have to worry about Yeah.
0: That. There wasn't like I said, it, it wasn't a ton of traffic necessarily, but it was just those damn yellow lights. Yeah. So <laughs> and, were, and the backhoe that almost killed us. Oh, sure. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The the big cat. Yeah. Uh you drove the breezy cab on New Year's this year?
0: I did. And how was that? It was good. It was just Ron and I, um, but it was just one call after another, you know. Yeah. Oh, was, so the,
1: the the pacing was good. It yeah, was, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was maybe a couple times where I maybe held saying clear just so I could go pee at one of the park bathrooms, and then. But when the ball dropped, uh, I was in the car driving some people down front. So that's you know. So no,
1: because uh, typically uh, most people think like, oh, it must have been crazy because it was New Year's or something like that. But I get the most trouble and shitty people and problems on non-holiday nights typically yeah but new year's is always one thing especially like i would figure in a cab where like if if there's people that are out partying that don't wouldn't normally be partying right so their
0: cab etiquette or understanding like oh you need cash to ride i I mean surprising there was nothing remarkable as far as the rides went i mean nothing i could really go good so no karens or darrens no no i mean i'm Yeah, I mean it's not good for content, but it's the truth. I mean everybody everybody played along, and um, it was definitely a volume night. I mean it was a lot of rides, but everybody everybody was generous. And I was definitely after midnight. That's when the Jacksons started flowing. Oh yeah, one person, two people rides. Everybody was throwing twenties at that point. Because typically
1: after midnight on nights like that, the drunker people get the more stingy they get. Yeah, well it can
0: go both ways. Yeah, yeah, like like I said in the past, you you can't learn. I've learned not to expect anything right but as the night was going initially i was like it's a lot of rides but money's okay but then the night, after midnight people were just maybe jovial new year's like hey it can go either way people <laughs> yeah. either get more generous or yeah less and, generous. It, and people would be like but, uh, almost to a person we're like way better than a dui and yeah, take that i wish they'd be like that all the time uh, me too me too uh yeah so
1: typically uh i would have, i would just imagine uh But you were in the car and Ron was in the big bus. Yeah. Because whenever I rode with him, like I said, at one thirty, it was just three or four people. I was like, and I was trying all night and all through the week, I was trying to manufacture a Karen for for this episode. Yeah. And I couldn't. And I was like, how the, and I wasn't bartending on New Year's. I was, you know, DJing whatever. But I was like, how did I not? And then there was this one lady, and this is before Tyler became a bouncer at all. (laughs) She came up to me one time and she goes, hey, if you could in a little bit, uh, could you play pour some sugar on me?
0: Ugh.
1: It was I, in my playlist already, so yeah. I was like, you know what? I will. I said, yes, yes, ma'am, I will. So then I just knew, I just I just knew that like every 10 or 15-minute interval, she would come up and say something, right? And, at, you know, ask me again, hey, are you going to play that song? Yeah. She would walk up and then turn. i, I I'm tripping pretty hard by this point. <laughs> I don't know if I've said that yet. I keep thinking she's going to come and ask me, yeah. but she never does. She never turns into the Karen. She just she would just walk up and go, hey, huh. good job. And then when I finally played it, she goes, yeah, he played it. We sang happy birthday a couple of times. Ugh. But I could not manufacture a Karen or a
0: Darren. I was like, this is... Yeah. I mean that maybe that's the way the world should be. <laughs> I, I mean it's, it's everybody like plays you said. by the rules. I don't mean like you know, some totalitarian socialist government to be like everybody does what they're supposed to do the right way and like you said, not great for content, yeah, but good for I, I, I mean, I, good for mental I health. Don't, I mean traditionally sometimes I'll text Lee like, Hey Buzz, so and so or whatever, but there was I don't think I really hit her up that much. Everybody was seemed to be ready. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> what standing the hell? standing outside. Are we in the upside the, down? Um, even going to Poos there was no door pullers. Like they would just see a car traditionally empty and just immediately think I'm available. And, you know, depending on who I'm picking up and how many people, sometimes I am. But other yeah. times, but I don't think that happened one damn time. Not one
1: door puller. No.
0: And if I can tell you anything, I've, I've witnessed a hundred door pullers. Yeah. Just because you pull up, like, oh, no one's in there. Yeah.
1: Hey, buddy, I'm picking people up. Yeah, yeah. us, right? No.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I've I kind of learned to like lock the door and crack the window you know, okay. and do it navigate that way. Right, it does yeah. make it a little easier. But like I said, if I'm there to pick up two people, you just got two people. Hey, if you're, if you're not going like to Crab Shack and I'm going to Sandbar, then you're just gonna have to wait. But if we're both going the same way, yeah, pile in. Pile let's but, do. It. But honestly, no, that let's night, let's
1: be efficient.
0: Yeah, and I still think, um, I mean, we were more or less done at three. I think I had to take some people home from poo so I still I made it home by like four or four thirty. Did I hear that we had fireworks out here? Was that a real
1: thing? Yeah, yeah, there's fireworks. Was it at midnight? Yeah, yeah, right at midnight. That seems like... Sorry, city of Tybee, but it seems like the dumbest fucking idea to get people who don't normally party that much to come out to a small island, sit around and drink until the until midnight, fireworks yeah. go off, and then everyone leave the island at the same time.
0: Well, in in the past, in the you know, thirteen or so years I've been here, um, there was a lot of people that came out here to see the fireworks on the fourth and I know New Year's, and there'd be this mass exodus, probably a families you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Probably some drunks in there too. But I'm that was sure. always around like nine o'clock. But, but yeah, but Dark I remember being hard to navigate tidy, you know, yeah. once Jones would get backed up, there was like, we couldn't we couldn't go to Huckapoo's for like an hour or two sometimes. Oh, because know? of the exodus of cars yeah, leaving. The, the amount of traffic. And this year it was noticeable how little people were out here. I mean, there was a few cars leaving about 12, but nothing that held me up. Yeah, because you
1: know? I, I, like I said, I wasn't bartending, but typically I would notice if we get an influx yeah at huckapoo's because we're one of the last places before you get off of the island yeah so if traffic's kind of backed up they're like
0: all right we'll just pull in here and yeah. and wreck these people's night yeah and uh but it, it just wasn't like i mean like i said um it was just ron and I, I and i don't know how he did but for me personally it was you know one of the better nights i've had in a while on a new year's and like i guess but it was um just it was volume definitely a lot of two, two, two people rise three people rise that kind of shit and then getting more gener- generous after midnight yeah
1: Unlike the college football subcommittee jerk offs who didn't put Georgia in. So we're recording uh, right now while Washington and Michigan are playing, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't I could care.
0: I mean, I like watching football and, you know, but this takes precedent. You know, if it if it Georgia or Clemson mid playing would have been a different story. Sure. Yeah. Certainly. Um, I didn't even, I didn't even
1: realize realize it was happening. Yeah.
0: And so you walked in the door, I was like, holy shit, it's Monday and this is like national championship night. But who's uh, national championship? Is it? It's not yeah, real. Um, well, and I told you earlier when I came in, I was just like, I didn't see it. I really thought it was going to be Alabama and Texas. You know, I just didn't see it going this way. But I lived in Ann Arbor for a few years when I was much younger. So go, go, go blue. Got something, to, the yeah. blue and maize? Yeah, the maize and blue. The maize and blue. Yeah.
1: So you got something to pull sure. for. Sure. Me, yeah. I don't care about anything. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> I, I watched the Georgia and the FSU, Georgia FSU game. Yeah. And luckily, so it was a pretty cold Saturday, and I wouldn't have been busy without that game. But people, people stayed. And, yeah. you know, it's weird how, um, how Division I college football is missing so many of their coaches because all of their coaches go to my bar on Saturdays and <laughs> talk about what Georgia should and shouldn't yeah. be doing, yeah. especially on a day where we're beating FSU by 50 at some point. And they're like, why would he throw the ball down the, down the right side? He should have thrown down the left. He could have made that
0: tackle. Yeah. I'm like, how are they How are they even winning this much without you there, coach? Well, I, I'm a Clemson guy first, and, but I'd love Georgia. No problem with them at all, except for when they're head-to-head. But my stepdad, Joe, went to Clemson, played for a little bit when he was there and all that. We were watching Clemson play Kentucky, and it was a wild game. It was probably one of the better bowl games. There was like five lead changes in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was, it was wacky. But Joe, you would, he was about to be a Kentucky fan. He was just so <laughs> mad at Clemson. And everything, every damn time. And you know, it just, and it could be a drop. It didn't matter. They could gain 20 yards. Could have been 21, you know? I mean, just nothing was good enough. It's weird that they're doing it without him as their coach. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I, and I'm like, I was like, Joe, take it easy. Baby, you're 86. Take it easy. <laughs> and, and the Boys are going to kill me. No no
1: matter how, how far ahead we got. Uh-huh. It was a problem that we ran it on first down.
0: Yeah. Well, if it had been a blowout, that would have been one thing. He still would have complained. That, that's sure. why I adore him so much. But it was, like I said, it, it was uh, – the fourth quarter was just – I hadn't seen something like that in football in a while. It was crazy.
1: If your team isn't playing for, like, a really big bowl yeah. or a national championship or whatever, I'd rather watch a back-and-forth game. Yeah, Because the Georgia FSU game, it was like – it was a dry hump. I mean, yeah. I'm happy, Yeah, but we should have been –
0: the, was a little it, hollow. It was
1: a little hollow. We should have been in the four. Yeah. And people are talking about, well, you know, next year there'll be eight or twelve in the playoff yeah. or whatever. I'm like, that's not the I personally don't think that that's the, the way forward. Yeah. I think getting the
0: committee with you know, better heads on their shoulders. Yeah. Well I you know, Clemson's recent success, I kind of told myself a few years ago it's like no matter what happens, I'm fine, you know. So we won nine games, you know, it's like,
1: I mean, ultimately, if we think about this in a a very,
0: very macro
1: sense, we're not going to die. Yeah, you know, like I said,
0: I'm not greedy about it. We won two national championships, you know, had the opportunity to play for a couple more in that span. And it was a hell of a run. I'm not saying it's over. I don't know, but I've enjoying Georgia's success just as much truly.
1: I can look upon other teams that like my friends love, you yeah. know,
0: and find some sort of joy in yeah, it. If Texas has been in it, I would have been Team Jason all day long, yeah. you yeah. know, no problem.
1: But uh NFL, I can't I can't jive with any NFL anymore because yeah. uh fantasy football has ruined yeah. fandom in the NFL. Yeah, they're mercenaries anyway. They just play for the money. I mean, I get it. I mean, yeah, but I mean some of them do, but some guys sure. it's just yeah, it, it took all the because college, you know, you can't it's a bunch of kids
0: yeah. trying
1: to make their way in the world, brother.
0: They're just yeah. trying to get an education and go to the, go to the league. Well, for me, I, I think I enjoy football so much, regardless of the level of it. Um, is like, it's, it's my reality television. You know? Sure. It's something that's real, whether it's kind of, you know, there's puppet masters behind the line sure. controlling things and outcomes. I don't know, but that's my – it's, you know – I don't watch the Kardashians or any of that shit. That's my reality TV. That's yeah, why I'm you sure you
1: can be like, "Oh shit! So and so got injured. That's real life. Yeah. Something happened."
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Mike Bobo called the wrong play. Oh, wait yeah, a minute. That fucker. Everyone's supposed to. Now you yeah. were talking right before the podcast, and we talked a little bit about it right at the beginning. But you know, yeah. if any of you guys remember the old NASCAR driver Dick Trickle, we were talking about Mike Bobo and how much how tough he must have been. To I have hope that so. We
0: well, played quarterback, so he had to be a tough guy. Yeah, well, maybe he's a football player.
1: I was thinking if his first name was Bobo and his last name was something different, he would have been a superstar. Yeah you know bobo mckenzie but mike bobo
0: you're you're a barrel of hay 50 yards
1: (laughs) you know yeah he threw a barrel of
0: hay over the hay barn yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. two years old threw a crib across the room
1: (laughs) you broke out of a stainless steel crib that sounds like a dog cage whatever he broke out of it when he was five that's just good parenting. Yeah, and then he took the do- then he took the, the, the yeah, Cocker Spaniel the, the, and, the, and the, threw the, it across the field. An unfortunate name. An unfortunate name. So Richard Trickle, yeah. <laughs> Bobo McKenzie. <laughs> but it, it's uh, it's so, it's funny because I think, so back in the day in football, if you had like a real good football name, it was just by happenstance. Sure. Think, right? But now I'm starting to see some of these names. And I'm not talking about the Debrica Shaw Ferguson's or anything yeah, like that. Juice
0: Williams. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. some of these names, it's almost as if when they name their, like, and it's white and black people too. Sure. Cuz now you got your Stetson Bennetts and your Stud Orwells and your <laughs> and your and your Big Arm Dannys. you know, like there there's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of white and black guys. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it used to just be the black guys like haha ha, Clinton Dicks. You know, you you <laughs> could name. get away with that. It's great a great name. name. You could get away with that, but as a white dude you couldn't. But as a white dude you can get away with Long Arm Larry Colt or <laughs> <laughs> or, or or Colt Gunslinger, you yeah. know, Colt Pistol Holder. Yeah. Colt McCoy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like You can get away with that now.
0: There's like the white
1: version of the funny yeah. uh,
0: football name, yeah. you know. Key and Peele did an amazing segment on that. Yeah. The, the absurdity of some of the names.
1: But guess what? Those are all like black base names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, the, the whites
0: are like, hey, we got to get in on this shit, man. We're, yeah. naming, we're naming our son Trigger. You know? <laughs> Trigger uh, Trigger McCoy McGavin, you know? I knew a kid when I was younger. Uh, his, name was, his last name was Time, T-Y-M-E. Okay. First name, Country. Shut up. Yep. Was he an heir and it to was the a, lemonade? And it, and it was a family name. He showed me his ID, told me the whole story. You know? And it was a good laugh, but at the same time, it was real. Country, Time. Shut up. What was his middle name? Don't know. Didn't, Didn't have, need one. No. You don't need a middle name. If you're, yeah. You're, he did, I, no, he, I don't think he had one because he showed me his driver's license and it was just country, country time. time. Yeah. Well, Martin, is, Martin doesn't have a middle name. It's just Martin Crespo. Mar, really? Yeah. Martin Crespo, Esquire.
1: Damn. <laughs> yeah. There's, because like, think about every great actor you've ever heard of. Uh, a lot of them have. Daniel Day-Lewis.
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
1: It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of three name guys, you know? <laughs> what are you going to do? What can you do without a middle name, man? What are we doing over here? <laughs> <laughs> but I've the I have the most common middle name on the planet, L E E Lee. Lee? Paxton Lee Willis.
0: Paxton Lee Willis.
1: And the only time I ever heard Lee and my dad's middle name was Lee. He was Robert Lee Willis. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty good football name. Robert Lee Willis. Oh, child, yeah, I catch, pa- I'll get,
0: I'll catch a pass I Catch a pass guy. Around, yeah. yeah.
1: But the only time I ever heard Lee when was whenever my not my mother, but my stepmother was mad. Oh yeah. She was real country. You go, Paxton Lee? And I would, I would come to attention, throw a football, kick the dog out the door. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, uh, I'm glad 2023 is over. It was the worst year of my life. <laughs> uh, the first week of 2024 was kind of hard. I didn't feel very well. You're still uh, standing. Still standing, baby. And I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed that we're recording during the Washington-Michigan game tonight. Uh, just to make yourself feel or seem foolish, who who do you like? I'm going to go Michigan just because... I'm going Michigan, too. And you all you guys are hearing this after the game. Is yeah, it? and I have no updates
0: right now, so I have no idea what the score is.
1: I was trying to get us done before... Um... 8, 847. Hey, right, right, we're good. All right, guys. Uh, so, uh, if you want to... Uh, uh, you'll see Clint again next week. Uh, if you want to... Uh... Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's From Behind the Barcast on YouTube. It helps us out. Hit some likes on our videos and stuff. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, all those other things. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash From Behind the Barcast. Thank you for another beautiful year, and we will see you in the next one.